Hello, Alyssa Stevens. Hello. Welcome to the show. You and I met while we were online for NFT NYC. You're an NFT artist. You were featured on OpenSea, and that really kind of was like the start of your like art world life. Yeah. And you left your job. Uh, your full-time art now. Your art is amazing. We're going to take a look at it a little bit later in the show. Tell us a little bit about your, this like kind of boom into the art world. How did that all happen? So just ever since I was young, I've loved making art and I've been like a very creative person, but it was always kind of like a hobby because I never thought I could do anything as a career with art because um, I grew up like being told I need to get a good job and make a lot of money and that you can't do that with art. So I always just kind of made art for myself as a way to like um, process the things I was going through. It was just something I've always been naturally drawn towards. Um, and in high school, especially, I started drawing like every day after school, we had to do like a sport or activity. So I did in the winters, I did this thing called art intensive. And it was basically like two hours every day after school, I would just you could do anything creative and there were no real rules or structure like an art class where you would have to like do assignments and get grades so it was like a lot more freedom within it so I really loved doing that and over the years I just developed my art style and like at first I thought I was terrible at art because I was always comparing myself to other people and trying to make like realistic portraits and I was like why why does my art look so bad and then I kind of started taking art as something that was more just for myself and like kind of not giving myself any rules and telling myself like it doesn't matter what it looks like art is about the process and connecting with yourself and I kind of used it as a way to like connect with myself in the universe and deal with like things that was going that were going on in my life and once I started approaching art in that way it also became a lot more enjoyable and my style became a lot more unique and so yeah that's kind of how I like got into it and then in college, I kind of got distracted. Like I wasn't spending a lot of time on my art because I went to a business school. So like there were no art classes. Um, I wasn't really encouraged to be creative, but I was kind of like in class or when I was taking notes, I was always drawing on the side just because I just feel like very drawn towards drawing. I like have to do it. Um, so after college, like my senior year, right when I was about to graduate in 2020, um, COVID happened and I got sent home and it was just like a really hard time in my life and I kind of like didn't have any friends at the time and I was just alone all the time and so I started drawing a lot and it really helped me to kind of like deal with the things that were going on in my life um, so I also like got an iPad during that time and I started making more digital art and that's where like my first collection which was on the OpenSea homepage like all of that art was kind of made during that time period and so it was really cool to like kind of develop my style on, in the digital side of art. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then like the NFT space, um, just, I would just kind of show my art to people randomly. I had an art Instagram, like not many people followed it or anything, but it was just something that I like to do for myself. And so people like in my life, my friends or like random people would say, you should look into the NFT space. Like that'd be really cool. And so I kind of took it as a sign from the universe that I needed to look into it. And so I kind of just started doing a lot of research. I've always loved Gary Vee and he talks about NFTs a lot. So that's kind of like what really pushed me to do it. And um, just like, yeah, I was just taking notes on everything and trying to learn. And, 
in February, I decided to just like list my first collection on OpenSea. I didn't really know what I was doing because I hadn't like built up a community at all. Like I didn't understand really like the space and how it worked. I was like, oh, I can just list it on OpenSea. But so a month went by and I didn't make any sales. And then one day I joined a Twitter space um, that one of my friends in real life who's an artist was in and he was speaking in it. And so he pinned a tweet of my art at the top and just kind of like introduced me to the whole space. And it was like a pretty big space of over a hundred people. And so just from that, I got my first sale. And then about an hour later, I was just like listening in on the space. And then I got to speak in the space and talk about my art and my journey um, and like what my art meant to me. And a ton of people retweeted it from the space and OpenSea's Twitter saw it and they put me on their homepage and it like changed my life. (laughs) It was crazy. Yeah. That's incredible. I, you know, I've been, you know, I, when Clubhouse came out, we started this podcast on Clubhouse, not really understanding what Clubhouse really does well and what Twitter Spaces now does even better. Uh, And so we kind of like, my team got very frustrated with it and we just didn't get involved in Twitter spaces when it launched. Now, every Monday night, I'm on a nine o'clock Twitter. Um, It's about free NFTs. And so uh, now I understand the power, you know, look, you know, it takes a little knocking to the head a couple of times (laughs) before I really understand something like you, like I have this thing that if I hear about something twice, I research it. If I hear about something three times, so that means that that means like in the course of conversation, like if I'm at a party or I'm at an event and somebody says NFTs to me, I go, oh, that's interesting. And I keep it in the back of my head. And then like it could be a month, it could be a week, it could be a year. And then somebody else will be in another conversation. And they'll say, oh, NFTs. And I go, oh, OK, I have to do research. And then, like, the third time it happens, I'm like, I better get involved in this. And that has kind of led me to into, that's what led me into the NFT space, right? Is that Mm -hmm. all of a sudden people sold, you know, his 500 days for $69 million. And I went, oh, okay, well, I guess I got to kind of get involved and see what this is. If you, like, take one of those Myers-Briggs tests, Mm -hmm. I test as shy. But (laughs) when you meet me, like... You know, it took, listen, we were on that line for over 40 minutes, right? I mean, I didn't turn around and have a conversation with you until, like, the band was playing in our ears. I know, yeah. It just, like, takes me a while to, like, get into, like, being comfortable where I am and who's around me. So, like, for Twitter Spaces, like, first of all, Twitter Spaces and Clubhouse started without recording. Right. So to me, like this is going out to Twitter. This is going out to YouTube. This is going out to Twitch. I get to pull this. I make an MP3, MP4 of it. I use it as a podcast. We chop it up. So to me, like spending the time in Twitter spaces when it wasn't recording was pointless. And now, of course, it's recorded. So that's super important. And but finally, like now I'm in this group and we're talking about free NFTs and I'm like, oh, this is so weird. Like I'm on a telephone call, but like other people can hear me and they can react, they can smile, they can put their hands up, all this different stuff. And now I'm kind of getting into it. So it's an, it's incredibly powerful when you think about like a hundred people listening to you. And so from that, you like, like your, your stuff sells out now, like all the time, right? 
Well, kind of. My first collection like sold out really quickly. So this is this is your gallery. This is interconnected planes. This yeah. is your the first series. Yep, this is the first collection. The one that one of the pieces was featured on the homepage of OpenSea. Do Do you know which one it was? Yeah, I'll show you when once we get to it. Oh, once we get to it. Yeah. So you you take a lot of like. A lot of your stuff, like, ha is very reminiscent of Picasso. You're using like very similar coloring, and you're using like hard charcoal lines. Mm -hmm. That's so what a lot of people say. Everyone always says my art reminds them of Picasso, which I love because Picasso is like my favorite artist. So this one I love. This drunk checkers, you go first. Thank uh, you. Yeah, the line, the line work is incredible. Incredible. Are you so you're doing this on an iPad? Yeah, I use Procreate. It's like a drawing um, software on the iPad. That's incredible. That's so you don't even need like a big computer to do this stuff. Mm -mm. Did we get to the piece yet? Not yet. Oh wait. <laughs> There's only a hundred pieces, so it's kind of oh. a big. One. It's um, time will bend for you. That one on the right. Oh, this one. Mm -hmm. Oh, excellent. Let's take a look at it. So this appeared on the OpenSea page and just went bananas. Yeah, it was so, I think it was like cool because I had so many pieces and they weren't listed for a lot at all. So when people saw it, they were like, oh, I better get it now since it's on the homepage. And a lot of people did kind of like flip it at first, but now the majority of my holders are just holding on. Like there's very few that are listed, which I think is kind of cool because I feel like it means my holders kind of see the long-term value in my art. So let's talk about NFT NYC a little bit. So your your image, one of one of your pieces, actually was up on Times Square, right? Yeah, it was so cool. It was so cool, but I didn't get to see it in real life. That I posted a video that someone else took. I don't. I was so upset that I somehow missed it because I didn't realize the first day, like the day after we got our badges, um, they they featured all of the artists who were part of um, the diversity of NFT showcase. Like it was me and 200 other artists about. Um, I didn't know that they were like premiering it at 8.30 in the morning. I had no idea, so I missed it. And then I guess it was going on all throughout the week. And every time I would be sitting out in Times Square just waiting for it, I never saw it. But I'm oh. happy about a video at least. Did some, somebody got the video of it? Yeah, oh, I, it's great. on my Instagram, I posted it. Oh, that's great. That's all. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not on your Instagram. I'm on your. I'm on your Twitter. What do you think about that? Like the the difference between like the audience on Instagram for NFTs and the audience on Twitter for NFTs. I have to talk to people about this all the time. Yeah, I feel like so. Like I've had my Instagram for my art maybe almost like two years now. I don't know, a year and a half, two years, and so it's always just kind of been my audience has just been like other artists things like that and not really anything to do with web three. So then once I got into web three, I'm definitely a lot more on Twitter. Um, and when I am, sh and then when I'm sharing like my art on Instagram now, it's like kind of hard to find other people in the NFT space. It's mostly just like other artists. So it's kind of hard to like bridge that gap. I feel like. Yeah. And, and what about NFT NYC? Did you, did you like it? What, it, what were the pluses and minuses besides obviously your artwork being in Times Square, which was amazing. Yeah. So I think like the conference itself, I don't, I, it was good. It was great and everything, but I didn't spend as much time in the actual conference. Like I was just doing all the side events mainly. I thought that was the most fun part. Um, but I think 
like at this event and honestly like I went to VCon too so like all these different events I just love the networking part of it like even how we just met in line and now we're like I'm on your podcast like it's so cool yeah I just like I, I made so many cool connections and it was just really fun um connecting with other people that are like-minded and in the same kind of space as you because I in my real life I don't really have that at all so besides on Twitter so it was really fun yeah, our networks have really like solidified from NFT NYC from last year and then to this year. It, you know, it's not, I'm going to be critical, it's not a great conference, right? But it's a great gathering of people in the industry. You yeah. know, I, you know, I've been in many, many different industries SEO, e commerce, all these different things. So I've attended just a tremendous amount of industry conferences. They're just jamming too many speakers mm-hmm. and they're not focused. They either need to be an industry technology focused conference mm-hmm. or they need to be an NFT fun party like Comic-Con. Yeah. Right? That's really, and, and they're trying to do both and they're not mm-hmm. succeeding at it. Yeah. Think yeah, I hope they do the NFT fun party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you know, if the NFT industry picks up from our bear market where we are now, look, yeah. you know, NFTs are really incredible because of the technology and the way that we can apply the technology to these NFTs. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I was disappointed with. I didn't see like anybody from healthcare, I didn't see anybody from insurance. And that's really what is important and what needs to be done. What do you think is like the number one inspiration for you when you sit down to draw? So I think I get this question a lot. And um, so I've thought about it a lot. And I kind of describe it as more of like my art is an ex- is like an extension of my perspective on life, which is influenced by so many different things. And I think like the main things that my art kind of shows is like connection to myself and to the universe and to others and just like the idea that we're all one I'm I've gotten very spiritual over the years and I the alchemist is one of my favorite books so that's like played a huge influence in my art as well as the little prince which is like a children's book um and like childhood is a huge um theme in my art as well so just kind of all of those ideas kind of coming together and I feel like usually when I start drawing I don't necessarily have an idea in my mind but whatever I'm feeling subconsciously comes through in my art um so I think for me art is really just about like letting myself express myself freely and follow my intuition and it's kind of like returning to that place when you're a child when you don't have to like constantly question yourself and you're just kind of living and you're free and no one has all these expectations to put on you which that's another theme in my art is like societal constructs and like the idea of just like kind of like being on this one traditional path that you have to follow and I just want to like break out of that and I feel like kind of in a way I have a little bit which is really cool so I'd say like those are the biggest um things that inspire my art I think it's interesting you know I never read The Alchemist but I have read obviously The Little Prince Mm -hmm. uh you you it's in your bio as well The Alchemist yeah give us just like a synopsis of what that is so that people know So I actually have it with me. I traveled yesterday to my sister's in Atlanta and I bring it with me everywhere because it's kind of like my Bible. Mm -hmm. I've read it like five or six times. Yeah, you should read it. It's so good. 
I don't I'm, know. I'm definitely going to read it now. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, so just like in, in like one or two sentences, like I just don't know anything about it. Like what, what yeah. is it about? So like it's just about um, like there's a lot of themes of connection to the universe and like following the signs and how like the universe is constantly communicating with us and sending us different signals. And like it's about being aware of that and following your path and like following your dreams and not letting like society and as you grow up like these expectations put on you kind of like steer you in a different direction and like we're really put on this earth um to follow our dreams like it's our responsibility and and like we live in a world where it's kind of like frowned upon to follow your own path because everyone wants you to take the safe route but really i think success is about doing what you're meant to be doing and you you will find success no matter what if you're if you're following the path you're meant to be on and oh, that connecting I'm to def definitely reading that book yeah. absolutely it's so funny because when you look at our careers we we've crossed right you mm -hmm. went to a business school and you became an artist mm -hmm. i went to an art school and i became a business person oh really you went to art school That's i so did i did i went to ringling college of art and design yeah oh, wow. in sarasota florida what kind of art did you do or do you do? I was not a very good graphic designer, <laughs> um, and uh, and I did a minor in photography. And mm -hmm. I think that after the four years, I, I then went into graphic design, mm -hmm. um, and I I did not I did not like it. Yeah, I did not I like the industry. I did not like you know what I was supposed to be doing on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's so funny is that, you know, regardless, the art has continued with me throughout, right? What yeah. happened was the dot-coms came around, and so mm -hmm. I learned HTML, and then that got me my first couple of jobs inside of dot-coms. Kind of the same thing that I'm trying to do with the blockchain right now, right? Yeah. But, like, you know, my business aside, I'm actually trying to get, like, into a blockchain company because mm -hmm. I under – like – I made a I made a lot of money in the dot coms, and if I can make as much, if not more, uh, that's a nice retirement package. Yeah, right? definitely. So, so all of this, you know, this technology is coming up so quickly. It's so funny because we are we exist in oh, like the future. We are ten years ahead of everybody. That that's really where we are. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. When I was learning HTML, nobody was online. When I was building e-commerce systems, nobody was buying anything online. Now, mm -hmm. e-commerce is commonplace. And so it's the same thing with these blockchains and it's the same things with NFTs. Like the fact that you've had an incredible career up front means that you're going to be able to have a very nice long career because the more people that find out about you, the more people that hear about your artwork, they'll get interested in it, right? It, it's very, it, it, the NFT space is going to expand so rapidly in the next couple of years. Once we get out of this bear market, which should last for about, I have to tell you, it's probably going to last for the next six to eight months. Yeah. Right? But then I think all the work that people are doing, there are a lot of people that have a lot of projects and they're holding on to them. Mm -hmm. They're waiting for the market to change. And once yeah. that happens, I think it's just going to be gangbusters. It's going to be. Yeah, amazing. I think so. I'm really excited about the future for NFTs.
it is it's really cool how early we are i thought it was like kind of late at first but really it's still so early because a lot of people like if i meet people around where i live they're like what's an nft they have no idea yeah and they don't understand blockchain and they don't you know all they hear is on the nightly news that you know ethereum lost its value or bitcoin is down like they don't understand that this is a foundation like i've already been through this with the dot-coms people even say to me like outside like people who have known like what i did in the dot-coms they're like oh you're involved in the blockchain how is that ever going to be successful yeah wait a second (laughs) <laughs> you all said the exact same thing when I was going into the dot coms. Like, do you not see where the technology is going? But they can't. They don't see I it know. at all. I guess that's just how it goes. Like with the internet too. People were scared of that, and now it's like you can't live without it. So I guess just over time, people will kind of see the value within it. But right now. People are skeptical because it's new, I guess. So what do you see like in the next five years for your career? What are you planning? What's happening? Um, so just like so many things, I feel like at NFT NYC and also VCon, like I met so many people, um, and connections in real life that I've been kind of like, um, meeting with and I'm thinking maybe hopefully I might be doing some like in real life gallery stuff, like more NFT gallery stuff. So I'm kind of like talking with some people about that. So that would be really cool. Um, I'm hoping that works out. Um, so I don't, it's kind of hard cause I feel like the NFT space just moves so quickly that I, there's probably so many other opportunities that will come up that I don't even know really anything about yet. So, um, but like for the most part, I've just kind of been focusing on my art and trying to continue to grow my community in this market, which is a great market, but just kind of being patient and continuing to build upon that it's i don't know i haven't really thought in terms of five years away yet to be honest but i should start thinking about that again has any of the the uh, notoriety and and the artwork uh kind of crossed over to physical like magazine ads and, and things like that are you working with anybody um i'm trying to think not i did go on 137 p.m's podcast you know 137 p.m like, I, I saw that you had that on the website. Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool. And I did a POAP with them for their podcast. And then I also um, was like one of the featured artists at VCon and I did a POAP with them for that, which is really cool. Um, but like physical stuff, not as much, I don't think, but that would be really cool. Something yeah. Cool. I, and the gallery, the, the, the <laughs> physical gallery would you use like um we have the what's that what's that frame that 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 everybody uses for the nfts i don't know what it's called but like i know what you're talking about it's like the, they they showed my art for nft nyc they showed all the artists art on those screens like oh, in yeah. the conference as well yes yeah. yes yes. those were beautiful they they really were fantastic great looking frames and everything mm-hmm. i i'm just blanking on the name of that I'm sure they're going to see this at some point and, you know, remind me what the name is. Do you go to any any other conferences? Is there, like, do you go to Miami Bitcoin? Or obviously you go to Gary V's V Friends. VCon for sure. It was, like, the most amazing conference ever. I loved it. Um, but I haven't been to any others yet, but I want to go to more. Maybe, like, Miami Art Basel. In yes. December. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah. Besides that, I don't know. I'm kind of just waiting to see. That's great. Well, I'm sure things are going to be fantastic for you this year and going forward. You're an incredible artist. I love the artwork. Tell us the name of the website. 
It's just alyssastevens.com. We can also find you on Twitter. It's alyssastevens underscore before it was like confusing. So yeah. And then my Instagram is alyssastevensart. But like I have all my links in like a little link tree in my Twitter. And this was really great. I'm so glad that you were able, you had time to be able to do this. Thank you so much. It was great having you on here. Thank you so much for having me. It was great.